What up? This is Josh Gray. You rocking with us on the Stay Woke Podcast. You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Man, it's time to wake up. Time to wake up. Get this cake up. Get this cake up. Only thing I care about is switching. Welcome back for another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. Head over there and check out our article or one of our reviews. Today we're going to do another Let's Talk About a segment, and for this Let's Talk About a segment, we're going to catch up with Josh Gray. For all my other woke folks out there who haven't heard the other two Josh Gray episodes from the Stay Woke podcast, um, the first episode that we did with Josh Gray was talking about his album called Disconnected, which which was a personal uh, album of his journey from uh, New Orleans to the Bay Area. The second time that we interviewed Josh Gray, it was for a series that we did called The Gray Summer Tour, which was talking with him and fellow artists that were on The Gray Summer Tour with him. Um, we interviewed uh, Skoog, another uh, artist, as well as his brother, Twan Beasy, and then Chris, his manager. Check that out. It's called The Gray Summer Tour. And next you'll hear the conversation that me and Josh Gray had about his upcoming album and about his new release that will be coming out shortly called Stack It with Neff and Skoog. What you been up to since the Great Summer Tour? Since, um, like I said, the last time we talked to you was on the Great Summer Tour. Uh, that was just wrapping up. And uh, at that point, you were just hitting the studio hard, producing, producing, producing. Not much has changed, man. Not much has changed. Like, producing like crazy right now, man. I've, I've been expanding and reaching out to, uh, you know, some more well-known names in the game mm-hmm. and getting some production placed but uh you know also staying pretty much balanced as far as the artists too you know i recently sent you a record i did yeah. uh with of course skoog and nefta Farrow, so that was a good feature and then i got some other stuff coming up that i can't quite talk about just yet but um you know just just expanding man doing more things um to just gain more notoriety and and bring more uh of an audience to what i'm doing gotcha yeah so uh before we get into you know the project and you know what you've been doing on the business side like personally like how's everything been going how you been you know just catching up like uh oh yeah yeah i've been i've been good man (laughs) uh just working hard not not much has changed on that end um but just trying to further develop my sound and Mm. um you know networking and and you know, trying to reach out to some folks that I wouldn't normally reach out to and and build different relationships that I just didn't have in the past. And um, it's all about expanding, man, and doing things better than the way you did it the last time. So, you and know, don't run into those same, you know, things you, you would call, like, hurdles or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And I know, like, because uh, lately in the news with everything with um, the Stephen Clark and Alton Sterling, yeah. uh, like, I know as, as black men, it's been heavy, weighing on my mind heavily. And we were talking about it even off the air about how yeah. it's been weighing on your mind. Like, how is that affecting the music for you? Like, in just in just your mentality, your perspective. Hey, in in every way, man. You know what? Like, even just deeper than music, like it affects your mood throughout mm-hmm. the day. You know what I mean? Just reflecting back on the news that was recently posted from Alton Sterling, right? Yeah. Like, you know, that affected me in, you know, a way, I mean, not just because another brother, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, that hurts. 
But then also for it to be in my backyard in Baton Rouge, just like, I mean, yeah, that's that's damn near right home for me. So, you know, that affected me even further. Like, damn, this happened right in my backyard. So it's like, you know, that could have been me. Yeah. And and so, how was how was how's the response that you're getting from people back home? about how they're dealing with it because I know that can be heavy on you too because you're not out there to like right, yeah. to give that support and and to just to be there for them because you're out here and you're trying to do your thing at the same time like so right. that 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 juggling act of trying to you know how, how, how are you maintaining that and how are yeah. they dealing with it man I think it's overwhelmingly becoming this feeling of like numbness like people are starting to get numb to it like they they know it's happening they know you know that at some point something radical is gonna have to happen to like change it. But as far as the feelings, it's like the normal emotion of feeling sad, that that kinda has passed. Has passed. It's like now nah, we're numb to the sadness. Now we're just you know, we're ready to take action. You know what I mean? Let's skip the sadness and let's let's get justice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the officers who got off for it, you know what I mean? That just further proves, like, even in 2018, man, how far ahead are we really? Mm. You know what I mean? I, I still feel there's, like, a huge, like, separation between races. Yeah. And, you know, it's like no matter what we accomplish, first black president or, you know, I mean, we've been dominating in almost every other category as far as sports or entertainment for so long. It's like, you know, how much do we need to do to still be viewed equally? You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's, it's something that just still hasn't hasn't happened. And to be honest, is the, the fact that when you were talking about how the people are kind of jaded to the aspect of being sad to these incidents. Yeah. That... It's kind of disheartening in the fact because, but I get it though. I get right, that why yeah. because you see it happening so much and you don't see anything changing. So, right. But like that aspect of it makes me feel that we're making it become norm. And it's the same thing that I say yeah. with uh, President Trump, and that I said even before the election is we're making things and we're allowing things that should not be justified as normal. Normal. Right. Exactly. The things and... he's saying, the things that we're seeing with police shootings, the videos, yeah. all this stuff. We're becoming normal to that. We should not become normal to it. We shouldn't become normal to school shootings. Remember when Columbine first happened? That yeah, was, exactly. That changed yeah. the world, it felt like, because that was, we're like, what? This can happen? Mm -hmm. And now we just had the Parkland shooting, and it was like, oh, it's, it's another one. It's yeah, just, and I mean, I feel I think like... That's, it's, it's hard for society to, like, just to... So that's why I get that, that, I, that feeling of um, not yeah. acceptance, but... Yeah, yeah, for sure not acceptance, just more of this, like, numb feeling like, you know, um, why why spend time feeling sad over something I, I've seen before when I can use that time and energy to have a more positive outcome and, you know, have some kind of effect on change, you know? But, I mean, I completely understand the those who are, are sad who are, like, much closer to it. I actually seen, uh, you know, not only the recent post, but also like uh, family members of his speaking. Mm. And they were like saying, you know, nearly the same thing I'm saying. Like they're through with like the sadness 
it's more so they want justice, man. It's like those kids lost a father, right? Mm -hmm. That won't be replaced. There's nothing you can do to change that. Yeah. So to sit in like, okay, you know, I'm sad about it. That's one thing, but I mean, I think the grieving period is over. Just, yeah. yeah, it's like the grieving period is over, and it's now time for action. Now yeah. time for now, to now use what are that, we gonna do use about that it? emotion to to make things better. Right. And hopefully we'll we'll get to the point and talking about it, having these discussions, uh, you know, amongst yeah. us, amongst others, uh, will help bridge that gap and help those that don't understand or don't feel the same way that we feel about it to mm -hmm. give that understanding. So, um, I think that is important, bro. I feel like this time right now is like one of the like dopest times to be socially conscious because like the platform for it hasn't been there the way you know it was like way back in in like the 90s like there was a time where you know that social conscious movement was really alive and it just kind of went away and then now recently it's like so many things to stand up for and to like really like put your foot forward and make a difference on i feel like a lot more people are aware I feel like you're starting to see it in the content. You mm -hmm. can hear it in the content, you know? And that even, um, just to, like, kind of break off a little bit, but still related, mm -hmm. like uh, with radio programming, right? There was a time where radio programming was a lot less biased to appealing to, like, one one uh, setting. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? As far as, like, you just want to reach out to the clubs or parties yeah. and you know, there was a time TLC, Aaliyah, all that kind of music was on, and they made somewhat socially conscious music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, TLC, Waterfalls. Right, exactly. Unpretty, you know yeah. what I mean? Songs like that, that's like, that will play on the radio. Mm -hmm. We've gotten so far away from that now, and you can't blame the artists at the end of the day. You have to blame the programming, and to me... It's related because that programming is becoming the norm to not hear anything socially mm -hmm. conscious. I mean, think about it, man. Like, Kendrick is one of the biggest artists in the past, what, three or four years, mm -hmm. right? There's not many you would say are are as hot as Kendrick. Yeah. Yet, how often do we hear Kendrick on the radio? That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a crazy thing to even think about. Yeah, you like hear, one you of hear the, uh, Lil Yachty... Uzi Vert, yeah. and not more. to take away and, and, from yeah, those dudes. Not I'm, I'm not saying nothing because negative we talk, about those dudes. We talked dudes. about it before on the, on the yeah. other podcast. Actually, our first podcast that we did when we were talking about Disconnected, about having that balance. Right, exactly. Yeah. And radio still does not have that balance. Yeah, um, it's like no balance, man. And I feel like there was a time where, I mean, you got the club and the party stuff, but then you also got some of the, the conscious yeah. and and. You know, it was just more balance. Gave you that, that balance, and that is important. Let's go into a little bit about the, your your project now. Segue into um, the the new project. How is that coming after Disconnected? Um, and if you haven't checked out the podcast that we did with Josh Gray for Disconnected, uh, we went in depth about that album. Um, so go check that out on the StayWokePodcast.com or Apple Podcast um, or YouTube. You can see it there as well. From when we had that discussion about Disconnected. Mm -hmm. You know that album was so personal and introspective, and and the the production also had that feeling of warmth. 
but it also had uh, a very uh, diver diverse level. So you did get you know your more introspective tracks, but you did have your party tracks, and then you had your more um, uh, energetic tracks all throughout. How right. is this new project uh, in relation to that one? Uh, I would say this one is is very personal, but um, I think I'm speaking through like the lens of like the culture on this one a mm. lot more it's um you know like what happened with alton serlin or you know what um, uh stephen clark in uh, sacramento stephen clark like things like that you know were not quite touched upon mm. on disconnected but they will be on this project mm. and the name of the new project is called diluted and the reason i chose that title i mean it's like an evolution of disconnected and um you know, anything you get from me is going to be personal, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I dive in deep into how I feel at that moment. Mm. And I try to make the music somewhat reflect that. But Disconnected was almost a journey from yeah. New Orleans to, to the Bay Area. I remember, yeah. Bay, L.A., you know what I mean? Just It was almost like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air type of story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I gave you, like, details about that process yeah the story was very vivid and it like you said it took you from that journey you felt as if you were going through the journey with you and experiencing the ups and the downs right and but seeing it from your eyes of not knowing what's going to happen before it happens because there's ways to tell right. stories like that where you're telling a journey but you're telling it from the foresight you know i i, oh, I see i see are that you know saying oh i see it this is why this worked out where i felt in disconnected you're saying it you know, I hit this roadblock. Mm. I don't know how it's going to, you know, benefit me or hurt me. And right. then when you get to the later on track or you get uh, through the complete project, you mm. go, oh, okay. So I see why that roadblock you were talking about when you were going from New Orleans right. affected you to the part when you're talking about you're in the bay and you're missing people in New Orleans. Like that whole right, exactly. evolution I thought was really interesting and, and, and um, yeah, eye-opening for that project, especially for a listener getting to know you. Right. And, and so and with this project, it's going to be a little bit different. Okay. Yeah, and towards the end of Disconnected, you know, the last song on the the record is almost like a summary or mm -hmm. like a, you know, it's like a quick look back at what, you know, the entire project was about. Mm -hmm. And Diluted kind of picks up right where that left off. Like, oh, okay, you know. What what happens next? You know what I mean? What, what <laughs> the story's still continuing, right? Yeah. The story is not done yet, so we're gonna pick up. But along the way, I kind of get caught into um, self reflection, and I would say like cultural reflection, like what is my place in society or in today's landscape, and am I comfortable fitting in? Which I'm not, so. How how much um, of a problem is it going to be with me standing out and mm. not conforming to a lot of things I just don't agree with and still navigating this industry where, you know, <laughs> you got to play politics sometimes, man. And, you know, anybody who knows me, I hate politics because oftentimes, you know, you sacrifice the greater good for a decision that may benefit people, but not all people. And, you know, I'm 
I'm just not that kind of person who who is comfortable just like you know shitting on a couple people. And, <laughs> but these people are cool. But you know, I just shit it on these people here. I, I'm not that kind of person. But um, deluded is essentially about not being tricked into thinking that you're something you're not or not not conforming or being a part of something like staying true to you man essentially don't don't be misguided into thinking there's only one way to do something you know what i mean same thing like we're talking about the radio programming right Mm. don't be fooled into thinking there's only way to get on one way to get on the radio man Mm. you know there's another way to get on there we you know at the end of the day the people decide what's hot no that's true yeah you know what i'm saying with with diluted, do you feel, as you explained, it felt like you felt like you were in that process of questioning yourself, asking yourself, "Am I diluted?" In essence, of you know, and and then the realization, if you are or you aren't, do you get to? Do you feel? Does this album give a conclusion to that to that question for 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 the listeners' perspective? Yeah, definitely. Because like disconnected, you know, I tried to like strip myself away from mm-hmm. everything. Like, man, I don't want to be a part of mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna do my own thing. And then diluted is more so, can I actually do that? Or gotcha. is, is is that a non-successful route? And, you know, not tricking myself mm-hmm. into what I believe is true and me not conforming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a, a lot of artists go through that, man, where, like, you stay true to something for so long and then you, you dabble into something else and you see success from it and you think, oh, well, that thing was successful. Maybe I should go that route. And you could get lost real easily, man. And, you know, I had to take it upon myself. Like, hey, I, I, I refuse to get <laughs> lost in, you know, what everybody else is doing. You want to be Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, man. I, I know what feels good to me and what what level I'm trying to reach in the, the Mount Rushmore of rap. I hope to be a part of at some point and I know I got a long way to go to get there but I'm not gonna get there without being myself and staying true to what I think you know makes a great artist you know what I mean mm-hmm. and with Diluted for production wise did you cause I know with Disconnected you had your hands throughout that entire production that was your you know yeah, you yeah. and um, uh, Beast Maze Banger I think was yeah Bar, bar, bars, bars makes, yeah Bar um, Maze Banger yep um, that y'all what about with this project with Diluted uh, I still got my boy Bars um, I got his his hands on it I had to keep him involved because I wanted it to be an evolution. I, I didn't want to go like too far left field from disconnected. I wanted it to be like a, like a natural progression from it. So, you know, I think overall the the sound is a little grittier and, and, and it's pretty crispy if you're a producer, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, we still heavy sample based. I mean, you know, that's my style, man. Heavy sample based. You got the thick bass lines for the southern folks <laughs> like myself. And uh, you know what you get with me, man. You, you're going to get heartfelt, in-depth content that should make you think and, you know, push you to, to really challenge your ear mm-hmm. as well. And then sonically, I've been working with um, my boy Dre just to expand sonically. And, um, Add new sonic properties to. to oh yeah, yeah, and, definitely, man. Okay. You don't want to make the same music over yeah. and over. 
So Evolution, just expanding, and I, I played you uh, two records now. Yeah, that's what I was about to go to. Is uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, stack it with uh, oh, Nefta yeah, Pharaoh. Yeah, First of all, how did that come about? Uh, so so basically uh, through my boy Dre, um, who's engineering for me, he um, has a good relationship with a lot of folks, man. Shout out to Dre, and he uh, yeah Dre bridged that gap and, and brought us in. And shout out to Neff. Neff was real cool, man. Mm. He he came to the studio and, and kicked it like he was the homie for years, <laughs> man. That's what's up. And and we just kicked it, had a good time. He laid down the verse in like 20, 30 minutes. And and it's it was a rap, man. It's good energy, man. And with that, with that, when you were making the production for it, what was uh put it this way, did you have the production prior to you getting Neff or is that like how did that work? of choosing the production or choosing him to be on that production or him to wanting to be on that production. Right. That yeah, I mean, a lot of times, man, I I can just go to my library of beats and pick something like, hey, this might fit this artist. Mm. Like you have a feel. Yeah. But um, for this particular record, um, I had the sample maybe for a few weeks <laughs> and I just did, I didn't do anything with it and um, when I got the word that, um, you know, we could pull off the net feature and, and get in and work, um, I went to the crib that day and Had to like, that up. sped up the sample <laughs> and, you know, wanted to make it a little bit more up-tempo gotcha. so um, I could also play into, you know, his style and vibe, mm -hmm. but still... You know, stay keep true to my up. lane. And keep your essence. Yeah, so I, I I think it was a good combination, man. Good collab. No, I definitely I definitely think it was a good uh, collaboration. Um, the production again, it's it's if you listen to Josh Gray's music before, it's the it's that smooth production, yeah. very to me very clean, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but still has that energy behind it, and yeah. and it's it's and that's what I was telling you when you first let me hear it. It's the again the BPMs to me are, are kind of lower, mm -hmm. um, but again that energy and the progression of the energy it's like it's like you're running uphill like that's how right. it feels is you know you come in with the first verse and you have a, a cool more laid back kind of approach to it yeah and then Neff comes in mm -hmm. and he's he's like okay and he's feeding yeah. off that energy and he's going in and then school comes in and he's like Kill oh <laughs> like uh like uh dragon ball z goku yeah he's powering up um yeah was that the intentions when you went into the project or kind of just organically came like that? Hey, man, that's that's interesting you bring that up because Skoog originally did not want to go last. You know what I mean? Um, he wanted me to go last. And I just, when I heard his verse, I was like, man, I, I think you just feel better last because he was pretty, like, animated about about the song in general, like, he really had like strong feelings about the record and I mean I made the track so <laughs> I'm I'm a lot of times so deep into it that it takes for another artist to bring it new energy for me to see oh okay this Yeah, you're so in it. You this can't is see, dope, but you can't you know see what you mean? can't see the, the the forest amongst the trees. All you seeing right now is right, the trees yeah, and he's like, coming from the outside saying, "Bro, it's a big ass forest right here." Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that that was the case, man. So I convinced him to go last and I mean the rest is history. We put Neff in the in the middle um I felt because um his style is probably the most different from the two of us. 
So that it was a great bridge. Be like a perfect bridge to the the two of our styles. And that's but, how that's yeah. it. That's how I felt, at least from my perspective, from listening. It was like. Yeah. You came in, like I said, with the slower, and then his energy was right in the middle of both of yours, and the content was just different enough from the, from yours, because all three verses are different. The content is cohesive in the theme of Stack It. Right. It, it all fits that. You know, it's not. it doesn't sound like, you know, Neb just sent you some, some vocals, because he was like, you know, it sounds like you all came together yeah, man, on this he, track, he came um, which is in another. The, in the lab, and he recorded with us, and... I think you can tell, and you can yeah, you can feel, feel yeah. There's a yeah. there's there's a feel of energy that it feels cohesive, um, right, throughout it. And how does that particular track again, without giving too much away, because <laughs> right, how yeah. does that fit into the project as a whole? Actually, that's not on the project, man. That's, okay, that's, that's just, something just we, a, we, just a teaser, just to throw out there. Yeah, that's something we we plan on releasing prior to gotcha. the okay. project um, to just gain some steam mm -hmm. and. And also to expand the fan base and for those who haven't had Josh Gray music since Disconnected, it's something to kind of hold you over gotcha. while new music's, you know, on it's, the way. It's an appetizer, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's exactly. an appetizer for the full yeah. meal of the album coming soon. Yeah. And um, I also got a chance to listen to the uh, the second track um, with Skoog. Yeah, that record's actually on, that on is, the project. Okay. Yeah. And to me, uh, let, let's go into that one a little bit. Um, yeah. For me, the when I first heard the the intro uh, to the to that track, you know, no verses, nothing has been said, just intro to the production. Okay. I instantly was like, hmm, this has a '90s kind of R&B kind mm -hmm. of feel. Yeah. But it's and then that bass gets in, and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the what was your idea around the production for that, and what was like what was the what led you to that? Yeah, um, actually, man, I haven't been to church in a really long time, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I wanted that that feeling again. You know that feeling, man. You walk into church and you just feel blessed, and it's just a, a certain yeah. certain vibe that you only get when you're in that space. And you know, of course, being from New Orleans. The horns are everything to me, so it's like you know what? Let's let's get something, just with that soulful feel. Let's bring the horns in, and um, uh, bars actually worked on that record with me, and um, I just wanted to make sure it was still current, so I, I went with uh, drums that still mm. feel like today. Yeah, they, they, even though it has that '90s R&B feel to me. Once, once the the full progression of the production completes, yeah, and and you get past the breakdown, like, yeah, there's no denying that it's very current, right? Yeah. But it has that nostalgic quality that 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 exactly. that, that people yeah. want. Exactly, exactly, man. So, um, you know, once again, that's just one, mm -hmm. and uh, the project's only ten songs, man. I wanted to condense it i know disconnected was 12 but mm -hmm. uh this one's only 10 but you know i'm i'm really going pretty deep and in depth into each one and um this disconnected school was the only feature probably same thing on this one gotcha. <laughs> you know what i mean not gonna go um too feature crazy and um yeah diluted diluted i think is gonna shock some folks man because um of course, the production is going to hold that certain standard, but some of the things I touch on and, 
am comfortable saying on this mm-hmm. project is probably things I wouldn't have thought to say mm-hmm. on Disconnected. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Just in my own self progress yeah. and progression in you know music and everything. And you get the best work out of artists that get to that point um, of that that freedom to to say what they really want to say because a lot right. of times there's people to this day you know that still don't ever truly get to say or really understand and, and have the freedom to say what they want to say and right and you have that freedom to say what you want to say and then the skills to articulate it in the manner in which you want to articulate it which and, i think is important yeah that's a challenge in itself man because you know i have a, a really big networking circle and a lot of times folks have certain feelings they want to express through me and just channeling their energy and having it you know come out through you know through my lens is you know it's a challenge sometimes man Mm -hmm. and um you know i think on diluted not only am i talking about my own personal Mm -hmm. struggle but i'm i'm also speaking through like people close to me and their personal struggle and that's something, you know, disconnected. It was all about me, yeah, you know was, what I mean? My bad. unique story. And I think this uh, diluted taps more into, you know, just the culture and what people, everyday people are going through and how it relates to me and how it's affecting all of us. Yeah. So, you're yeah. Gonna, I mean, which I think is big, too, is, is for you to be a... Basically, it sounds like you're going to be a conduit to express other people's stories through this album oh yeah definitely. you know what i'm saying too too is it's it's going to be the voice not just your voice it's going to be many voices but like i said you'll be the conduit which that that story gets out there right. and i think it's important that you know and that will help people resonate with them because i guarantee you're not the like you said you already know you're not the only one that's feeling that way the people right, around exactly. you are feeling that way and the people around you are feeling that way there's going to be a lot more people that are also feeling that way and um I'm really excited to hear what this project will sound like. But like I said, definitely uh, stack it with Nether Farrell and uh, School. That's that's a hit right there, man. That's a good oh, ass appreciate song. Appreciate it, man. Um, and then the uh, the other single that's that's gonna be on Diluted uh, with you and School. Yeah. That's a cool. It's a nice feel. Uh, yeah. It has to me like a summer, like a spring summer feel to it. Like oh, just nice, the, just nice, the, the vibe yeah. of it. Like I can see myself like you know with the windows down, just riding. Mm-hmm. Before we get out of here, I do want to talk to you also about the clothing line that's going with Diluted. Um, oh yeah 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 the merch man the merch. So. Uh, you know, the way we rolled out the merch for Disconnected, we actually completed the project. We got the merch printed up, and then we started to move the merch on tour, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We took a completely different approach this time because the demand for new merch was so heavy. We were like, okay, let's let's put our merch building the album so we can wear it, feel like what the album is supposed to feel like while we're creating it and see how, you know, how that affects people. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know me, man, the the tour is going to come right after the project's <laughs> done. So folks will already have their the, merch. And so they can they'll wear it to ready. the concerts. Yeah, the tour, yeah, they'll be ready, like man. And I, I like to do givebacks and, and just free things, man. So, you know, I've, I've already made, you know, all kinds of, like, announcements for, like, fans who supported and mm. purchased merch, you know, I'm gonna throw like a um a show pretty soon 
for those fans who mm. support it. And, you know, if you have your merch, you get in free. You know what I mean? Just like a tribute to them for, yeah. for just holding uh, me down. Yeah, for the support. And yeah. It's not... They, I mean, I think that's you know it's very admirable the fact that you uh, you you see the support and you appreciate the support because it's oh, two yeah, separate definitely. things. Mm-hmm. You know, some people they see it but they don't necessarily appreciate it. Right. So yeah. uh, I think I think that's that's big, and like I said, man, keep rocking with the Sable Podcast. We'll definitely yes, let you guys know when those tour dates are coming, when the project's dropping, and uh, uh, we'll definitely have another uh, episode coming out with uh, when we'll talk about yes, that sir. project as well, the tour dates. And uh, everything like that. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here, man? Uh, yeah, man. Stay, stay tuned. We're gonna release content leading up to the project, um, just so you can feel a part of it as we make it. And um, you know, we have some videos and, of course, more merch. So yeah, just just stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram at Josh Grayway. Twitter, same thing at Josh Grayway. And to and, get the apparel, uh, you can go to Josh Grayway Apparel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At, and, at Josh Grayway Apparel. Hit uh, my manager Chris. He'll, he'll get you get you right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chris. Uh, I want to also give a shout out to Swan Beezy uh, and oh, yeah. and Skoog as well. Beezy. Um, so, again, if you haven't heard Disconnected, you definitely need to go get that. You've been sleeping if, if, <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't get that. And then uh, Deluda will be coming out soon. And then definitely keep an eye out for that single. I stack it with uh, Josh Gray, Neff the Pharaoh, and Scoob. Yeah, appreciate you, man, as always. No problem. And you know, this is the Stay Woke Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we out.